Welcome back to the Fighting for Connection podcast on confusion, episode number 42. Hello and welcome to the Fighting for Connection podcast. I'm Brett Nicola, a husband, father, and fun lover. Listen in as I share stories, tips, and inspiration that will move you toward the connection that you want in your relationship. All right, good morning. Today we are talking about a topic that I talk about quite a bit in my relational work. I work with a lot of couples, couples who want to stay together but find themselves in ongoing patterns of conflict. I work with a lot of parents and children um, and many different kind of relational dynamics. Excitingly, I've been asked to come into a company, a local company here in Buffalo and present on uh, the relational dynamics that take place within a business. And it's been fun to begin to kind of dig into that topic and just take a lot of the concepts that I use in my relational work uh, with like, you know, spouses and families and and, uh, children and uh, things like that. And to really apply a lot of the same concepts to what's happening in the workplace. And what we find, what I've found to be interesting is that, uh, you know, so many of the same things that come up in our uh, most important relationships, uh, our relationships with our spouse and kids and family, uh, also tend to come up in the workplace, maybe not as strongly, but as we begin to kind of discover that, Things like the conflict cycle uh, are taking place in the workplace. We can also get through the confusion that happens in the workplace. But that's kind of an aside, but it's uh, something that I, I'm excited to be kind of digging into and just thought I would share here that um, these concepts uh, apply to so many different areas of life. And uh, I speak on this pod- podcast and within uh, the Connected Couples Campus on uh, primarily on um, spousal relationships, but uh, the same concepts I think can be used uh, all over wherever a relationship uh, is in our life. So today we're going to be talking about confusion, and like I said, it's it's a uh, it's a topic that comes up often in spousal work, uh, and we're going to be digging into just what kind of confusion comes up and why it's such a problem in relationships. There's an old age old saying that um, perception is reality and we experience life based off of what we are given to see and understand. And I think that this is, you know, how, how our brains are designed, that our brains are designed to take all kinds of data points and just create a reality around them. And we don't have the privilege to have all the data points all the time. So our brain has to make uh, some calculations and, and uh, find some truth around the evidence, the data, the perspective, and perceptions that we have. And if it wasn't the case, our brain would become exhausted if we're always questioning everything we see and we're always looking for the other way to look at it and the other perception and the other perspective. Um, so there's certain things in our life that our brain has just uh, 
is okay with, I guess, uh, seeing as truth. It's done looking for more data on it, and it's just said that's how it is. And uh, and so often, uh, what we see and experience as things to be true, uh, and the truth is just wrong. It's not really the truth. And when we apply this to relationships, we can see how often uh, our perspectives and perceptions that we believe to be true can lead us kind of into a confusing space within relationships. Years ago, I went to uh, the Science Museum of Minnesota, and there was this little exhibit there where um, I, I remember like you had to like wait for a few minutes for the exhibit to, it was like an automated exhibit where the, like the door opened and you walked in and it was dark and uh, there was a stage at the front and there was lights kind of shining on what appeared to be a bunch of objects, a bunch of shapes. And uh, as the show began, uh, again, it was like all automated, but as the show began, it, it kind of began very simply. It just took what appeared to be a 3D box, a three-dimensional box, and the box just kind of moved across the stage. And remember, there's lights shining down on the stage. And as that three-dimensional box moved, the shadows began to move with it, right? And as the shadows moved, all of a sudden, the brain went from seeing a 3D box to a two-dimensional shape on the stage that uh, was designed on purpose by the lighting in the room to appear to the brain as a three-dimensional object. But in reality, it was, uh, it was just a 2D, two-dimensional shape all along. And the brain just recognized uh, it as a 3D box because of um, our perception and our perspective in that room prior to the shape moving. My work in relationships is so much like this exhibit. I tell my couples often that, you know, when I'm working with them, I don't, I'm not like a love creator. Like people don't come to uh, work with me to create love. And I, I can't, I guess I don't have like the power or the ability or the knowledge, whatever it is to uh, put love into someone for another person. But what my work does is it helps reveal the love and the care that's already there within uh, the relationship. I, I like to kind of joke that I don't have any su supplements to increase love and care. Uh, I don't have any sort of love potion. But what I find so often is there's couples who are really struggling uh, and, and they're experiencing a lot of pain in the relationship because they think that there isn't any love there. but as we move through the confusion time after time after time again, I find that there are two people who really truly do care about each other, but they're simply confused. And my work is really to, uh, to kind of move that box uh, so that both parties within that relationship can see a new perspective. And what we find with that new perspective, it comes a new belief and a belief that Maybe my partner does. Maybe my spouse really does care about me. And we've just been confused all along. And I think that is an amazing discovery to have. And as we discover it, all of a sudden our conversations change. All of a sudden our objectives change. And our objectives change 
from trying to get our spouse to love us to trying to get through the confusion so we can uh, work on our relationship together so we can be in a relationship together. Um, in our relationships, we see and what we see and what we feel uh, is often, or I guess always because of all the information that we've received from our relationships prior to that moment, we see behaviors and patterns in our brain and our, or we see behaviors and patterns in our relationships and our brain like quickly fills in the gaps, right? It It's like, oh, I've had this feeling before in a relationship. I've seen someone else do this in a relationship and this is what that meant. Uh, and oftentimes when we're in conflict or we're confused in our relationships, our spouse does something or shows up a certain way or says a certain thing and our brain quickly translates that based off of all the information that we've received in our life to wonder, to worry, and to believe that that means they don't care. And just like when I entered that uh, exhibit at the Science Museum, I saw the shapes and the pattern of a box. That was my belief. And when we see the you know, the patterns of behavior and, and the things within our spouse, our brain comes up with a belief about this. Um, and, and it's a belief because maybe every other time that we have seen that same uh, behavior or in, in the case of that box at the exhibit, the same shape and pattern, it always took the form of a three-dimensional box. And these other behaviors and, uh, and things that other people do in our life uh, maybe it, it, it resulted in a fractured relationship or a relationship that uh, is very difficult or painful for you. In our relationships, we see our partners uh, oftentimes upset, critical, withdrawn, defensive, sad. And when we see our, our partners in that way, our brain uh, quickly goes to work to figure out what this means. And more often than not, we understand this to mean that they don't care. Uh, that we don't matter and we're not accepted or appreciated for who we are, that we're not enough. Um, and as humans, we're, we're, <laughs> we're so insecure in relationships. If that's one thing that you take away from this uh, call here is, is that we are not very confident in relationships. Humans, I would say in general, often worry about where they stand in relationships and it's for good reason it's it's uh you know relationships are so important to health survival and satisfaction in life so we tend to always be on the lookout for signs that our relationships are in danger and while this is a safety mechanism oftentimes it leads us into into so much pain and confusion. And uh, I find that it, it's not always a, a very um, accurate or a very uh, uh, trustworthy safety device. And we have to, if anything, we have to kind of question our beliefs about how people feel about us. Um, and maybe that's the purpose of this call is to turn up the volume on our questioning of our negative beliefs within relationships. Uh, I find time and time again, we think that people don't like us. We think that people don't accept us. We think that people judge us. We think that people uh, see us uh, you know, one way or another or don't care about us as much or uh, don't respect us as much. And while there might be uh, 
relationships and people and, and experiences where that is the case, uh, I don't think that it's, it's worthy to assume uh, that to be the case. A joke that I kind of bring up that's kind of a joke, but not really, is uh, with my couples, I tell my couples all the time that move towards your relationship, pursue your relationship, uh, communicate your wants, not, not necessarily your wants, but where you stand within the relationship persistently, consistently until you get a restraining order. At that point, we can reassess what we want to do. And what I mean by that is, is not to, not to like remain angry and critical at your partner, but to continue to tell them that you matter to me. I care about you. I want a relationship with you. I want to be with you. I want to build a life with you. You're important to me. You matter to me. I think you're amazing. All of those ways, be really, really clear about that and move towards them in that way. And, um, and I find that people oftentimes can get really like insecure, like somehow they're going to, um, they're going to disrupt a relationship or whatever. And I find that that clarity is king within a relationship. And, and so often uh, our partners don't think that we think that. And when we don't communicate that clearly, they take our actions and behaviors and make some meaning around that, that oftentimes just isn't the case. And as we clear up the confusion here, we're going to find that um, so oftentimes it makes it easier for our partners to uh, get some clarity around uh, where they stand in that relationship as well. Um, as, I, as I work with couples through this uh, confusion, like that exhibit, uh, I help couples see a new perspective, a perspective that allows us to see our partner's actions differently and to communicate what is happening uh, for us. We learn how to communicate what's happening for us differently as well so our spouse can get a different perspective. One of my favorite ways um, to begin this process is, is simply by uh, stating when we're in conflict that, you know, it seems like we might be confused. And I want you to know that I want to figure this out with you. And I find this line to be powerful. I, I Again, I kind of joke with my clients that this is like something you should put on your, on your phone uh, in your notes or something. The simple line that it seems like we might be confused and I want you to know that I want to figure this out with you. That line is so powerful when we're uh, in, in conflict and when we are confused because it does one thing, it really highlights this idea that uh, we want to be close to our partner and uh, we want to stay with them and we, we care about them and we want to figure this out with them. And oftentimes, a simple statement like that can, in a sense, it can move that 3D box, uh, what appears to be that uncare across the stage, brings it into a new light, and we can begin to see a, a new perspective. We can begin to see something new within the relationship that maybe my partner does care about me, but these actions have gotten us confused. These perspectives have gotten us confused. And how often we find that um, that this truly is the case, that um, the way we're behaving and acting, definitely if we're flying the wall, it might seem that people would agree that, man, that person doesn't like you. But it's, it's important that we consider why those behaviors are coming up. 
And what we find is when we feel like our relationship is challenged, our relationship is jeopardized, we move into a fight, flight, freeze response. And it's that fight, flight, freeze response that is really confusing. Uh, it doesn't look like someone cares about us when they're fighting us, when they're freezing, or when they're fleeing, right? Uh, almost any of those behaviors, our brain, because of our, our own insecurity, naturally gets the perception from that, that that person doesn't like us. Uh, but what is actually happening underneath that behavior? It's this worry that we don't like them. And, and uh, so fragile is the human relationship. That And I see this happen time and time again, and I think I've said it here before that it's, it's one, of the, one of the most uh, difficult or sad things that I experience in my work is when there's two people who really truly care about each other, who can't manage their way or can't figure out a way through this confusion to see the love and care that is there. Um, and, and it's difficult to be a witness to because... So much you want to just uh, help these couples see that there is love and care there. But oftentimes, our security systems within our body because of past relationships are so sensitive. They're so highly uh, in tune to, uh, to nefarious behavior that we can't uh, let that person in because of these behaviors. And, and, uh, it's our own work to do to be able to let someone move towards us emotionally uh, to figure them out on that emotional basis uh, so that we can get through that confusion. And it feels risky. It feels risky to let someone in who maybe for whatever one reason or another, we, we have a hard time trusting or believing that they care about us. Uh, but when we do that, we can find that we get through the confusion so oftentimes we're not really in danger. And when we kind of have our own back, especially emotionally, we can expose ourselves and have other people come to some conclusion about us and we're going to be okay. Obviously, if you're in physical danger, if you're at risk of being harmed by your partner, this call has nothing to do with you and you should definitely reach out for uh, safety and for help. Um, but we're talking about these overly sensitive security systems that we have that tell us we're in danger when we actually aren't. We're just simply confused. And when we can see that our partner is behaving because we really matter to them, but they don't believe that we matter to them, then they go into their fight, flight, freeze response. And by going back to that statement of, seems like something has gone wrong here. It seems like we might be confused and I just want you to know that I want to figure this out with you. It can begin to kind of deactivate that security system, bring some regulation, and now we can start to talk about the relationship. We can uh, re-secure our bond together, and then we can figure out how to manage the problem together. Oftentimes, what I what I like to say, um, and and uh, and oftentimes, I guess I put it on the whiteboard. I'll put like person A trying to figure out the problem with an arrow at a P being the problem. And then we have person B trying to figure out the problem pointing at the P and the A. So now we have kind of this A, P, B with arrows in between all kind of pointing at each other. 
And the work that I do is I bring the A and the B together so they can together face the P, which is the problem. And, uh, and that is a, an amazing place to be when we get through this confusion that we're facing off against each other and we're actually together. Now we can face the problem and there's so much power in that. When we're together, the problems become smaller. That's, this is a scientific phenomena. And, and I think maybe I've shared it here before too, that there's a study where they've had a, one individual go to a mountain with kind of a, a heavy pack on, and they've asked that individual to estimate the height of the mountain. And invariably, that individual overestimated the height of the mountain. They thought the mountain was bigger than it actually is. In another, or in that same study, they took another group of people and they had four people with a pack looking at a mountain and they asked those four people how big they thought that mountain was. And again, invariably, that group of individuals thought the mountain was smaller than it actually is. Pointing to this idea that when we are facing a challenge together, it becomes smaller. And when we're facing a challenge alone, it becomes bigger. And, uh, and when we're confused, it appears that we're facing a problem alone. And so often the case is that our perspective, our perception, our data points, uh, our brain has led us to a confusing place, a place that feels true, it feels real, uh, but it's not. And we should question when we find ourselves in a relationship where we have a belief about how the other person feels about us and we should get really clear about how we feel about them and what we want in terms of a relationship with them. I don't want you listing off, you know, I want you to do the dishes and all that. That is part of the confusion here. Uh, but what I want us to do is I want a relationship with you. I want to uh, have a future with you. You're important to me. I think, you know, you, you're, you're my person, my future. All of these things help get through the confusion. And when we get together, now we can tackle the problem of uh, the dishes or housework or um, time alone or things like that, that feel like they're the issue, but are only part of the confusion. And what I find time and time again is couples from that perspective, from that place, from a joint place, uh, can actually manage those problems uh, much, much more efficiently. And, um, and in many cases, those problems just simply fade away. So that's what I have here today. This has been the Fighting for Connection podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast and want more content like this, check out my Connected Couples Campus, which can be found on my website, www.pivotalapproach.com and become the difference you need in your relationship.